to kill Payson for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. The opening day of the homeless pods in Milford Haven has been delayed due to a delay in utilities being installed on the properties. Pembrokeshire County Council Housing Services is awaiting a date from the utilities provider for a date to install the utilities. Meanwhile, a community meeting will take place online over Microsoft Teams concerning the pods in the town on the evening of Wednesday to September the 29th. The meeting will take place between 5pm and 6.30pm and will be limited to 10, so it is asked that only people with concerns or directly affected by the pods should attend. In order to put your name down for the meeting, email housingclo at pembrokeshire.gov.uk to request a space. Ambitions to develop a new flagship heritage attraction project at Haverford West Castle have moved a step closer. The Conservation Management Plan will guide the care and celebration of these heritage assets during development and into the future. Subject to external funding applications, the proposals for the site will be developed in four stages to include more green space for visitors through gardens developed on the Burgage plots on the south banks of the castle, and the creation of a new walk around the outside of the castle walls with new access from the north and south. A new route from Bridge Street to the perimeter walkway, what will open up a stunning view of the castle, a new event space for outdoor performance in the castle's inner bailey, and refurbishment of the jail to host a flagship visitor attraction. Formally adapted by the Pembrokeshire County Council, the CMP has undergone consultation with tourism and heritage professionals and the broader public. The plan is a key document that will guide the protection and enhancement of the site's significance. Councillor Paul Miller, Cabinet Minister for the Economy, Tourism, Leisure and Culture, said he was delighted the CMP had been approved. Haverford West Castle is one of the county's most underutilised heritage assets despite being one of its most recognisable landmarks, he said. In contrast, one of Pembrokeshire's institutions in family fun and entertainment is to close its doors after 40 years of business. Owners of Hilton Court Gardens and Crafts in Roach have announced that after deep consideration they are to close their doors to the public. One of the founders of the business, Cheryl Lynch, spoke about the long, hard hours of deliberation her and her husband, Peter, had to go through in deciding that the workload was too much and it was time to focus on themselves. It has not been an easy decision, said Cheryl in a heartfelt phone call. I'm going to miss a lot of people just chatting and seeing them two, three times a week, but I have got to think how long I'm going to continue for. Cheryl and Peter bought the property over four decades ago, which included a 350-year-old unkept garden. The couple discovered they had an old well, which they did up, and from there the place grew and grew. They turned the property into a garden centre and transformed the 42-acre site, building a new garden that involved planting over 3,500 trees and digging three ponds, one of which is 15 foot deep. The couple do not plan to totally shut the site, with the venue still available for events, particularly weddings. The tea room will close at the end of the year. The gardens will close after half-term at the end of October. A driver who ran a red light was found to have been driving with a driver's licence that was almost a decade out of date. Pembrokeshire Road Policing stopped a vehicle in Merlin's Bridge on Friday, September the 24th and found the driver was operating a vehicle with an expired licence. They released a statement saying, A vehicle was stop-checked in Merlin's Bridge due to the driver contravening a red traffic light. Checks showed their driving licence expired eight years ago. They were reported and had their vehicle seized. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News. With me, Kim Thomas. Get into Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you to the news team there for keeping us all up to date. So uh, let's take a look at the weather, shall we? You know what? We've had a pretty much, you know, a really mixed bag. It's been really autumnal and you know what? We've got a few more showers, unfortunately, and that's just the way it is. But you know, it's cold in the mornings. cold, you need a jumper, you need a jacket, and then by the afternoon it's like... 
Oh my goodness. You need to take your cardigans off, take your coats off. It's just crazy. So, uh, unfortunately, it's going to stay the same over the next couple of days. This is Pure West Radio. So that makes it your second chance to take a look back with me at all the things we've been doing at Pure West Radio this week. I've got two fabulous interviews for you to listen back to. The first one we're going to listen back to is when Toby, he spoke to um, Carl from Synergy. Now, he does this every Wednesday, Wellbeing Wednesday, all of that, Exercise Wednesday. And um, he spoke to to, uh, Carl this week about... Finding the motivation to still do the exercises and go out and run or walk or whatever it is you do when the weather's just so dismal, you know? It's just, it's just rubbish, isn't it? You know, it's really rubbish when you open the curtains in the morning. So uh, let's have a listen back and maybe you can find your motivation. And uh, then we'll go straight into a triple play with uh, a little bit of the sugars. Uh, oh, sugar, sugar from the arches, sorry. Uh, no... Rain by Blind Melon and uh, You Gotta Be by Desiree. Now, though, time to catch up uh, with my compadre. Uh, well-being Wednesdays, fitness Wednesdays. It's all about feeling good. It's all about positivity. Hopefully making you feel better, look better and being a better you. Uh, Synergy Talks uh, with Carl Williams, who runs uh, Synergy Health and Fitness in Pembroke Dock. And he's just an all-round absolute ledge. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thanks for the intro. Beautiful as always. <laughs> How try. are you doing? You're looking good there. All good? Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, had a great weekend. Uh, just set me up. It was so good to be back at an event talking about them. You know, uh, yeah. got my dapper gear on, uh, <laughs> went, went, went full on two piece. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just just loved it, mate. Yeah. Uh, got some stories to tell you, but we'll, we'll save that for, for uh, us. Uh, but yeah, look, looking forward to, to another festival this weekend, actually heading down to Plymouth. So um, yeah, lots, lots get on feeling good. And it's just nice to have some time out after all the gigs over the summer. It's nice to be the other side of the, of the DJ. Room. Yeah. And it's getting my steps in, although I'm not having much time to, to, to work out with, with the kids and, and then sort of visiting friends and the like, and a lot of motorway miles. I'm, I'm yeah. still averaging about 20, 25,000 steps when I go to one of these events. That's huge, mate. That's huge. I mean, I know you're like a two-step in the club when you wake up. You it, know it, like, mate. And when oh, I'm that's... DJing, I actually do about 20, 25,000 if I do a five or six hour set, I might do like near 30,000 steps. You know, it's... Um, That's crazy. I think they yeah. actually, the statistic is 55,000 steps is the equivalent to a marathon. You know that. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Mate, I've easily done a marathon over a bank holiday weekend. <laughs> 
easy. But yeah, maybe that's why I can't keep the bus lobby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a couple of questions come in uh, over the past week, which is great. Please keep them coming in. Uh, so uh, Joe Mosdell, I hope I, I've, I've said that right. Joe Mosdell um, says, uh, hi, both. Um, it's uh, that time of year where I'm starting to feel a bit yucky uh the yeah. weather's having a bit of a bad effect on me is this a real thing question mark so i mean d- does the weather actually affect our mood i mean i've read lots into this um yeah. so I, I think i partly know the answer um yeah. but we you know one minute today's a perfect example chucking it down in the morning and then it the sun comes out and it's nice it's cold at night but then it's warm in the day uh, we haven't had a great summer either. Does that affect yeah. our mood? Is Can that actually happen? Uh, absolutely. The simple answer is yes, it does. Yes, it does. Absolutely. You know, we get up every morning and we can choose uh, how we look at the world. That's one way to look at it. But obviously, when we open the windows and it's raining, or we open the windows and it's sunny, and, you know, the birds are tweeting and the, 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 the breeze is blowing, it makes a massive difference to the way that you're feeling. I mean, I know a lot of people, another athlete and business owner, uh, Rich Jordan, he speaks to me at length about making sure he has one of these uh, these lights in his room in the winter. And it comes every September, moving through through into the autumn. And he goes on about how, how much he despises the winter and how much it really plays a negative, negative effect on him. And, um, and yeah, he, he's looked so much into these lights that you can get in your room and things uh, to help you. And, you know, the statistics say that, you know, your well-being significantly changes from sunlight and, 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 and UV and things like that. So, Yes, it does make a big, big difference, um, but it's kind of making the most of those of those days uh, when it is nice, and maybe kind of getting yourself these lamps and uh, and kind of trying to remind yourself of positive times and and um, nice bright days and looking back on those things, which will help boost you in those periods, because um, it is very easy to get caught into the it's glum. You now the nights are getting uh, darker. It's getting colder. You can see and feel that difference in temperature in the air. Um, I was just saying we've started uh, a lot of the 6 a.m. spin classes again now. And we're looking out the window at 6 and going, it's light, it's light. Uh, you know, and, and it just picks you up. And we're saying, how many weeks are we going to get that for before, you know, the clocks and all change again and whatnot. And and it starts being dark until 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, so, yeah, it's it does make a big, big difference to your day. Um, so, so try to kind of uh, work with it where you can and, and try to ignore it and, and work on the other pro- approaches of feeling positive, um, acting positive and remembering the good sunny days. Or the other thing to do is, is turn it on its head and go, right, it's raining, it's dark. And what I do quite a lot on the van is that I say to people, oh, and they go, oh, it's, uh, it's, look at this weather today. And I go, I know it's brilliant for ducks, isn't it? Uh, and I just, you know, I just, just turn a, turn it, turn a spin on it, try and get a positive, you know, laugh out of somebody in a bad situation, you know, or they go, oh, look at this weather, it's bad. And I go, yeah, but it could be worse. You know, we could be in Parma right now with a volcano on us right now, or we could be have the forest fires, or we could be in so many other situations. Um, so I think it's, again, it does make a difference, but it's how we look at it. I think we're really lucky in a sense in this country as well that we do have four seasons. You know, I've, yeah. I've been in countries as you have, Carl, that it, it just it doesn't change other than it gets wetter or it's drier. You know, the temperature yeah. stays the same. Uh, you know, it, it's it's quite predictable and boring. I think it's nice that, you know, we can look forward to getting our hoodies out and, and snuggling yeah. up and, you know, um, going to bed a bit earlier, putting on some movies and, and getting in, in, in the spirit of, of things as we edge towards December. Yeah, January blues are a bit of a thing, aren't they? I think for all of us. But then I think it's that time for change. And then all of a sudden the summer's back round again. I, I quite like it in a sense. I mean, I used to despise winter. I used to hate it. I was very much a summer person. Just was yeah. always a lot happier and bubblier. But like you said, turn it just just you know yeah. i think t- turn that negative into a positive and you know there's nothing we could do about the weather is there no no it's, it's roll with it and you know it's you might not be into fashion and stuff but for those people who like clothes it's amazing every single season you have a different you have a different color stream you have yeah. different looks different <laughs> lines you know i'm quite into fashion and stuff so it's it's you know for me i just take the positives out of it yeah. but yeah this, if, if you've never been running you go running in the rain and you go running in the heat and it's much better running in the rain when it gets past 24 degrees yeah you know yeah. you We'd never want a we'd never want a Christmas in the sun. You'd like to say, "Oh yeah, I'd love to be in Australia." Well, let it's, me tell you, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, it's not really like Christmas, it's not, people. It's not. It's, not, it's, uh, it's you know, I mean, I would I would recommend anybody do it once. Yeah. Honestly, someone have yeah. Christmas in a boiling hot country because you'll never do it again. Yeah, I you know, mark my words, you will never do it again. It is so weird 
you know, it's it's great and it's lovely and, you know, it's iconic to get on the beaches and your barbies and whatnot, and that's all good. But I tell you what, somebody of my Australian friends I used to speak to quite regularly, they'd be like, oh, I'd love to be in the UK with a bit of rain and a bit yep. of snow. Uh, they got the jacket on and, you know, the hoodies and the hats and everything. And, yeah, I, I think we take a lot of things for granted. And sometimes we're just going to step back, take the balcony view, as we say a lot of the time. Just go, actually, look what I have that other people don't. Yeah. And I think that should put a bit of a smile on your face. So they are, Joe. Hopefully, that's that's answered your question. That's a good one. I mean, the mood, the mood, uh, the weather does really affect our mood. I mean, I think uh, the the biggie a lot of people say is, you know, the sun. I need I need the sun rays. I need I need the vitamin D. Well, well you know, maybe maybe just you know have some vitamins in the winter. That helps you get through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll get a light bulb in, in your room like yeah. we supposed to. Um, also, we've had a, a message in from uh, from Kay Jones, and uh, I, I can relate here to, to, to Kay, fair play to her, because it, it is difficult as the kids go back to school, life gets back to normal. But she said, um, uh, hi, Carl. Uh, during lockdown and during summer, I really managed to, to work out very well, consistently. I think that's the big word there, consistently, um, yeah. three times a week. Now I'm really struggling to fit in a workout. Have you got any advice for me? I think this is a brilliant one, Kay. I think lots of people can relate to this at the moment. Yeah, fantastic. And first of all, well done, Kay, for being consistent through summer. I hope you actually felt how it, how it seems, or I, I, think, I hope you experienced the feeling of, how good you can feel from three consistent workouts a week. And I think that's something that you need to draw on right now is you need to look back and go, I was nailing that. And I can guarantee you, you're feeling better then than you were right now. So first of all, you've got to look at your past experiences and you've got to kind of relate that. You've got to close your eyes. You're going to visualize how that made you feel and that will instantly spur you on. Now, the thing that we're probably talking about more here now, and what's the real issue is time constraints. I think that's what we're looking at here with UK. And, and what I do, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It will take you about two hours to do this, but it will be the most influential and beneficial two hours that you will spend. I need to go and get a big A4 pad and I need you to write out 24 hours for seven days a week. And I literally need you to write in what you do for every single hour of that day and do it religiously. So if you drop the kids off at 8.15 um, and you get back by 8.45, and then you normally have a cup of coffee and you might get some food yourself and you might kind of set things for the day and that takes you another 45 minutes. Mark that down. 10 till 11, what do you do? 11 till 12, even do half an hour slots and break that down because I can guarantee you, I bet you bottom dollar, I've spoke about this before, even the, you know, the, uh, the presidents of the United States and things like that, they are busy people, but they were showing it. They did a documentary a little while back with Barack Obama and how he fitted in, I think it was a width, 35-minute workout every single day, even when he was getting flights and even when he was getting things, because the benefit of that 35 minutes in a day, you're going to reap the rewards for the rest of the week. You know, your productivity, your health, your well-being, your organization, your, uh, you know, your, your product processes and everything. You know, you are going to do so much better by getting half an hour in. So it's finding where that time is. And that time might be, I watch a soap at 7 till 7.30, or, or I actually watch a movie at 9.30 until 11 when I go to bed, or I read a book for 45 minutes. Well, actually, could we read that book for 30 minutes? Could we do a 15-minute hit workout? Could we do Could we do some planks, some setups, some crunches, some stars, star jumps, some burpees? If you like burpees, my team will hate me when I say burpees. Um, but, you know, there is always something that we can do, and it's finding those times and prioritizing them. The other thing is, is, is what I've just said is prioritizing them. You need to write a list of the things that you must do today, you could do and you should do in a day. And when you look back to how you felt in that summer period when you were consistent, exercise was a must at that point. And it was kind of almost addictive. And people get addicted to the gym, you know. They get addicted to that feel good, that well-being feeling um, and the endorphins and whatnot. So um, you need to make it that priority where you can maybe swap a should out, a should do or could do out, and put in that exercise, which is a must do. Um, and that's the way you do it. And even if you make it 10 minutes, I can guarantee you 10 minutes, three times a week, and if not 10 minutes, every other day, you are going to get back onto that track of finding that value in yourself because it's about the self-worth as well. It's about making sure that you are number one, or not number one, in the top five in your priority lists every single day, and then you will do something actively to help yourself. When you can be that person, you can help everybody else in your family and your, your immediate circle better. So maybe try them. 
Yeah, it, you can make time for anything if you really want to. And I and I truly believe that. And uh, I mean, we set a, a, set a benchmark uh, for, for me, whether obviously the lifestyle transformation, no matter what, I will do 20 press ups and I will do 20 sit ups every day. And at least then I know I've done something, you know, yes. um, and that's where your level's at. Okay. You just need to, to find some time, whether it is just 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. Maybe you were doing an hour and a half workout, you know, an hour workout. Maybe if you can't find time for that, look at just hopefully finding 20 minutes, half an hour, you know, just, yeah. just look at those little bits that you can maybe sacrifice on to make, to make that difference. Um, hopefully that's helped. Kate, And you, you can make some time, find some time. And as Carl said, you know, you're, you're, you're the most important, really make, make you the priority. Um, some great questions there. Um, and, and thanks Carl for, for answering, answering them so brilliantly as, as always. This is Pure West Radio. Castle Hot Tubs, a Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. Click and collect classics. Mum's Taxi Singalongs. Late Night Drive Through Disco. Match your driving soundtrack to your mood by taking all your favourite radio stations and podcasts with you on the road. It's as easy as connecting your smartphone to your car stereo to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Join radio's digital revolution. Find out how at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Follow Pure West Radio on Twitter at Pure West Radio. Sugar, you are my 
into our second interview here on Second Chance Sunday. And uh, that was when Toby spoke to Linda Wilson from uh, the Pembrokeshire Scouts. And they have an exclusive event at Picton Castle on the 26th of September. And Linda was telling Toby all about Looking it. for something new to do, um, whether it be uh, helping some fabulous young people here in Pembrokeshire, or whether it be just to get yourself active to learn some new skills. Have you ever thought about joining the Scouts? Do you know, one thing I wish I did when I was younger was join the Scouts. Because whenever we went camping or we did anything outdoors, I was just utterly useless. Um, but it is never too late. And uh, Linda Wilson is here telling us all about it this morning. Uh, a very good morning. Thank you for joining us here on the show, Linda. Thank you for having me, Toby. Absolute pleasure. Uh, so you, you have a rather grand title, I must say, Area Commissioner. So, um, yes, ma'am, it all, it all sort of stops with you, doesn't it? Um, yes, it does, rather. Yes, my sons tend to refer to me as mom at times. Um, <laughs> and I've got my scouting hat on, yes. Um, so, but I do have plenty of support, so I'm not doing it on my own. So, I mean, tell us, let, let's go right back to, to basics here. What is the Scouts? Scouting started over 100 years ago as an organisation for firstly young men and then the age group extended and for many, many years it's been a mixed um, association. So right from the age, well now we've just started a new section, although they're not starting in Pembrokeshire at the moment, um, called Squirrels. So we have Squirrels, Beavers, Cubs, Scouts, Explorers and Network, which take you right the way through the age of 25. Wow. Um, and there is a, a broad programme of activities, of badges, um, lots and lots of different things that you can do. Whatever you're interested in, there is a badge for you as a young person. And then from the age of 18, you can become involved as a leader. And we offer full training. Um, so if you've got no experience whatsoever, that doesn't matter. Um, and there are roles that aren't just for face-to-face um, -face with young people as well. There's um, trustee roles um, each group. We have um, 10 groups in Pembrokeshire around the area and they all um, need a chairman, a secretary, a treasurer. Um, and then there are other roles in the area. Um, appointments have to be organised by um, somebody and that sort of thing. 
Um, so there's lots of different roles. It's not just a case of turning up on a Thursday night and presenting a program to young children. So if you're you are horrified by the idea of facing a group of 30, eight to 10 year olds, never fear there is a job for you somewhere else. <laughs> so you said it was a mix, Linda. So is that boys and girls that are allowed to now join the Scouts? Is that correct? Yes, we are fully inclusive, um, open to all um all ages all both um, male and female um and any other um options and any religion as well that's um there was a quite a, a lot of discussion recently because the law the promise has changed so that in the past you had to accept the a belief in a higher authority whereas now you don't um, so there are alternatives to um, the traditional promise. Very welcome. It's great to hear that uh, it's open to to everybody. So um, the Pembrokeshire Scouts, um, so different different divisions, I guess, in different areas of, of the county. Do you have or do you all meet in, in one centre? How does it all work? No, uh, we've just signed up. In fact, the numbers this morning have gone up even for our event on Saturday. We have over 300 young people. Wow. And that is since COVID. We have 500 plus before COVID, our numbers inevitably dropped um, during the shutdown. But we have groups that have been doing things throughout the past two years on Zoom. And we have groups across the county. Um, our furthest north is Goodick. Our furthest south is, I suppose, Kilgetty. Um, we've got um, four groups based in and around Pembroke, Halford West, Milford, um, Hill Mountain, and Narbeth. Wow. So um, we cover the whole county, but it's always dependent on having enough adults to support the groups. Yeah. I would very much like to have more groups. We've had a group in St David's. Unfortunately, that folded because we haven't got adults to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it all does come down to 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 personnel, doesn't it? You know, you've got to make sure you have the people to be able to give the instruction. Uh, to 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 the smaller ones, really. Um, yes. This event on Saturday, then, I mean, wow. Uh, it's set to be an absolute storm, a real exclusive event. It's only for, for members of, of Pembrokeshire Scouts. And, and you're taking over Picton Castle uh, for the yeah, day on Saturday. Yes, we are thrilled. Picton, the trustees at Picton Castle have been very generous and allowing us to use the whole of the grounds. Um, the older members are even get, getting a behind-the-scenes tour of Picton Castle itself, which would be really interesting. Um, I'm just wishing I could get in on that, but I have other, have other responsibilities. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got all sorts of different things, and we've got different people involved. So um, there's an angling group come. I'm not angling, sorry. Archery group coming from Pembroke to run the archery session. We've got um, STEM ambassadors coming in. Um, we've got... Um, different, uh, the Darwin Trust coming in, all sorts of different people are supporting us with different activities. And I say we've got 300 young people coming along and they will be split into groups and they'll spend time in the zoo area at Picton. They'll spend some time building a bug hotel in the woods. Um, they'll learn a bit about Picton itself, following the trails. And then we've got a, a cave bus that's um you know, yeah what is that linda when i was talking about this event on my show yesterday and looking at all the activities that are going on what, what on earth is a cave bus I've, I've never come across that before i hadn't until a couple of years ago when we booked it to come to another event it is literally a bus that's been turned into a cave system right so okay the children crawl in one end and they crawl all the way through these tunnels and come out the other end <laughs> so okay. um yeah, they oh, loved it. They really did. And I was really pleased we were able to invite them back again. Oh, excellent. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. so lots of, of activities for um, members of, of, of Pembrokeshire Scouts this mm -hmm. Saturday. Uh, do you often have sort of events like this? I mean, obviously, forget the last 18 months, but is, is this sort of like quite a firm fix? Would you like to get um, a lot of the, the scout groups together within our county and under one place? Yeah, we try and have area events for um, the whole county at least twice a year. Um, sometimes it can be a camp um, where we take a whole weekend, um, but more often it's a day activity. And then we also do activities that are geared to specific age ranges. So the Beavers will do an event and the Cubs will do an event. The Scouts and the Explorers, the, the older two sections, they might club together 
um they're they're run by a husband and wife team vicky and gavin so um they tend to work together quite a lot but uh yeah we do a lot together because it helps the young people to realize they're big part of a big organization mm-hmm. um and then it also helps the leaders because they get to talk to each other and share ideas and if they've got a problem they find out who to talk to about it and also especially at the moment when we've all been doing stuff on zoom i'm really looking forward to meeting some of our new leaders who have joined us in the past two years and as far as i'm concerned they are just a picture on a yeah. screen <laughs> you know, sort of... yeah it's gonna be lovely to actually just see them in person it will and, be yes and, yeah. yes and to sort of get to know them properly so um yeah we do do quite a lot and then every so often scouts cymru organize big activities so we take it's like the cubs to a fun day every two or three years in bilth wells and then they get to see that there are cubs all over wales and then our scouts get the opportunity to go to international jamborees where they meet scouts from all over the world. And that is a truly life-changing experience. And we're now planning a group that are going to the next one. I've um, heard uh, many, many, many tales of these jamborees. They sound just uh, incredible. And, and just like you said, so many life lessons uh, are learned and life skills are learned for, for many yeah. of these scouts that go to these sorts of events I think it really opens their eyes to, to how multicultural and how incredible uh planet earth is um i mean as i mentioned just before we we did the interview i i wish i joined scouts and <laughs> you know I, I didn't last too well in the air cadets i think it was a bit too uh too bossy for my liking um but i i, I these life skills you can learn from being a scout and you know these events that happen that they, they have so many benefits for young people don't they they do um and a lot of people who've even spent a short period of time in scouts will look back on that time with fondness but also realize what they learned because everything we do is fun um it's in a safe environment young people are encouraged to take risks but it's all risk assessed so we know that there are safe you know accidents still happen but we may take all the precautions we can to make sure that um, nothing goes wrong and it stretches people. They get a chance to try something they might not have tried, have the opportunity to try elsewhere. It's not school. Um, so it's a bit freer. And, you know, like this weekend, they'll have a go at archery. Well, you can't just pitch up and have a go at archery in a lot of places um, without paying lots of money. Um, but, yeah, they get a taste for it. And I had a, a cub many years ago who um, came along to a, a county football match or cup, um, football competition, area football competition with me. And when he went home, he announced to his mum that he wanted to play football. And his mum sort of came back to me and said, what do you mean he wants to play football? I said, he was brilliant. He never had the opportunity. They didn't play football at school. His family were very involved in other things. Um, so it just gives a taster quite often. And so many people go on and use the skills in that they've learned in scouting um, yeah. to uh, to further their education and their you know my son for example went to university he needed lessons in how to do some cooking with an oven because he said mum i don't think they'll let me light a fire <laughs> um but he knew he could he could cook on a fire you know he knew yeah, how to yeah. so, so, you know, applying the same sort of basics there um just yeah don't want to be starting a fire in, in the halls of residence i'm sure no. <laughs> uh, the fire we're going to be running in, in not too long um a few people getting in touch with us uh, here linda tracy from patch a uh, very good friend of ours here at the station uh, i love it when they come together at christmas for their carol service and support patch hugely Thank you very much to all of the scouts. Uh, also, uh, Councillor uh, Thomas Tudor, uh, again, another another good compadre of ours here at Pure West. Uh, I was in Goodick Sea Scouts, and I have uh, great memories and thanks to the efforts of the scout leaders from Pembrokeshire. You do a great job. So uh, a lot of praise there for the, the work that goes on um, with you mm-hmm. and your, your team, Linda. If, if anyone would like to join the scouts or if a parent's thinking, do you know what, I think my child could really benefit from this socially and learning lots of great new skills or maybe they're not quite not settling in after the pandemic. They just want to maybe get their teeth into something and they haven't quite found what, you know, this, this really could be the answer for them. So how, how can they get in touch with you? 
they can go onto our website, penrithshirescouts.org.uk, and then it will ask them where they are so that we know which group to link them up with. And then somebody will, from the group will contact them and invite them to come along. Um, if they are interested in leadership, their names will be referred to um, Claire, who's our welcomer. She'll have a chat with them, find out what their interests are, what age group they're interested in or what other skills they've got to offer. And then she will point them in the right direction and see them through the whole process because that we we don't take just anyone off the street we do have to go through um, a dbs check and appointments process because the security and safety of our young people is the most important thing um, in our minds at all times so um, and then as i say full training is offered um, we have a training scheme that um, can be accredited for future learning as well um, but, uh, you know, no one's left to run a section on their own um, without the support of other people around them and um, the full training that they require to do that. So pembrokeshirescouts.org.uk um, is our um, website and that will um, follow through. Inquiries will be followed up from there. Excellent. Very reassuring as well, hearing uh, the, the the thoroughness that you, you put into that. So I'm sure that will uh, sort of put a few minds at rest. Um, but this looks like it could be something fantastic on Saturday for all the parents scouts. Have a wonderful time at Picton Castle. And of course, if this is something that you think your kids or you would benefit from, then make sure you, you head on over to the website. Um, it's all available there for you online right now. So just stick it in Google, parents scouts. There's loads of information there uh, online. Uh, Linda Wilson, um, Thank you ever so much for joining us here on the show this morning. Fascinating finding out about the wonderful work that you do and uh, the hundreds of children's lives that you, you benefit and support here in, in the county. And I hope you have a blast on Saturday. It sounds like it's going to be a brilliant event. Thank you very much. We just need some really nice weather now. Fingers crossed. Yes. It's It's been this Indian summer that everyone keeps uh, banging on about at the moment. Let's hope it continues another week for you. That would be good. Yes. Thank you ever so much for having us. Absolute pleasure. Unlike some other stations, we broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio.
Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at PembrokeshireBuilders.co.uk. Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day.
Fabulous Way by the Communards and A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins. Do you know what? I've just listened to that interview and it kind of makes me want to join the Scouts. I mean, I was a brownie when I was a kid, but and my daughter, my daughter, she did um, rainbows, brownies, guides, seniors. She did it all, but not Scouts because when, when I was young, it was only the boys. But now, of course, the girls can do it as well, which is just amazing. Uh, right, that's it. That's my hour up. It just flies by, doesn't it? So uh, I'm going to leave you with Mama Do The Hump by The Rizzle Kicks. And I will catch you all next week. Have a lovely week. Smile lots. Laugh even more. And take care of each other. Sound fresher than cut grass One star Second that we enter if you're my star Rush past Like you've forgotten your mind All the drivers all up in the face Like can I see a bus pass But nah We just want a little wine bruv Call me what you want But you should not call it a night love And I might just join a mile high club Only problem being that I couldn't give a flying Yeah Let me touch back down uh, Slap her on the bum until it comes back round Half the room's like Oi what's this all about With the other half jiving I love that sound what? Yeah yeah I love that Sing. And we're gonna burn some calories right here, right now Ain't over till the fat boy slims, mama